The Blokebusters Podcast is proud to be a member of the Podros Network. You can find us as well as other fine shows such as The Guy Huddle, Language of Bromance, and Dave's Nerd Compendium at podbros.com and on Twitter at Podros Network. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Blokebusters Podcast. Think to yourself, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. Episode of the Blockbusters Podcast Film for Thought Edition, our uh, little experiment, experiment in, in randomness. randomness. <laughs> yes, uh, this uh, time out we're discussing universally loved or classic films that we actually maybe hate, or if that's too bold, uh, that we might think are overrated, maybe is another way to look at it. Yes, basically the ones that everyone else in your life loves, and you're sitting there like, I, I don't get it. What? Why, yes, why do this, that? <laughs> why do people yes, think this is amazing? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I believe that Brian has a top three. And, Indeed I do. And I have a bunch, but I will just like pick three of those to go for my kind of top three, and then... I'll mention the rest at the end, just as a, a honourable mention or dishonourable mention. It's a little I guess bonus, I say. Yes. <laughs> All right, so Brian, what would you say is your number three? You don't like it as much as everyone else film. <laughs> <laughs> well, my number three is one that I share with a television character, Elaine from Seinfeld, which many listeners will now know where I'm going. The English Patient. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just like you said I don't get it. Uh, it it has all of the makings of something that I should love and why I understand other people do you know romance drama and war and it's also just cookie cutter classic like formulaic I know that sounds like a kind of BS <laughs> reason but you know like every second of it seems like they're just shooting for the moon you know you do you know what i mean like yeah just yes, like <laughs> we're it's so self-aware that it's already a classic you know and i i just think it's boring beyond belief <laughs> i it, it has amazing actors and performances in it and once again i'm not saying it's a terrible movie it kind of almost is but like <laughs> I, it's just you know because it personally doesn't connect with me I, I see like it's technically it's well done uh, like I said but it's just I was thinking like if there was a drinking game like and I had to drink every time my eyes rolled in the movie I would be dead within the first six minutes of the film uh, <laughs> you would just, be the American patient <laughs> yes I would be I'd be yeah the American uh, alcohol poisoning because <laughs> I don't know I just yeah it's like high art for high art's sake and I don't get it I, I just I'm never 
going to watch it again. I'm sad I watched it the one first time. <laughs> but yeah, it's so long. It's uh, quiet. I'm just begging for something to happen. And I don't know. <laughs> do, are you familiar with it? Did you I, enjoy it, Paul? It, I've seen it once, maybe, and it was just. For me, it was just kind of meh. I didn't have any real strong feeling about it one way or yeah. the other. But I, but I feel like that's one that, like, in the right room, people would be like, what is your problem? Why don't you like that movie? <laughs> and I could totally get their point. But I don't. I can't make myself like it. I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, what do you have? All right, well, my... I guess I'll say number three is one of those things that... Everyone I know seemed to really like, and I was so bored by it when I tried to watch it. I, just, I almost couldn't get through it. And it's The Godfather. Ooh. I, I know, that's the thing. Everyone, Ooh, else, <laughs> everyone else loves The Godfather trilogy, and maybe it's because... I wouldn't it's say not the my... I don't know if I'd go so far as to say everyone. Okay. All right. Everyone loves, everyone loves at least the first two Godfathers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if you actually go on IMDb, they are number two and three in the listing. So, obviously, mm-hmm. loads of people like them. But I can only assume that this was just not made for me. And that's why I don't like it. I just found it so boring and I've never wanted to go back to it. Mm. And yet... Everyone else is going, oh, it's great. Like, you know, it's always in contention with Shawshank Redemption for number one on IMDb, with the exception of. I think two is better than one, but one is still incredible to me. Um, And and I, again, like you were saying, I am in no way saying that this is a bad film, because it is not. I just really don't like it. <laughs> so yeah, like, so like I was saying, you can kind of see what others appreciate in it, but it oh, just yeah. doesn't make a connection there for you. No, that there's nothing in that film that grips me at all. Like, now, is it, and, do you like other mafia films or that genre? Um, there are some that I enjoy. I mean, okay. Road to Perdition, as I have mentioned a, a yes. while ago. But I love Road to Perdition. Uh, and <laughs> but is it something you hear like in my case if, if I know it's about time travel I'm, I'm already kind of it already has that obstacle to overcome for me is, is it like that for you no. or not not really I never have anything against a film when I hear it so that in film. and of itself isn't a reason for you to like write it off or not check it out no I mean okay I'm just I'm uh, just yeah. trying to give you <laughs> no I, <laughs> just I explore this yes thank you very much but um <laughs> Yeah, I, for I just cannot put my finger on it. It's kind of the same reason I cannot explain why the Shawshank Redemption is my favorite film of all time. I can't pinpoint what it did about this film that I re- that took me out of it. But yeah, de- is it just the every? <laughs> is it just the set pieces of just dark rooms and conversations? And I, I guess just a new dark room, a new conversation. I, <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it, it maybe the, the setting didn't do much for me. Like, I was growing up in so, England. I just love that, like, that setting doesn't have anything to do with me. So, yeah, yeah, I just love seeing that world. And uh, even though that was really not how mafiosos acted, not until after that film, like that, that, that was kind of life imitating art after that. But right, 
Now I, I don't know. I just yeah. love everyone in it. And... Now, now, having said this, I really enjoyed Jane Austen's Mafia, the spoof film that was uh, <laughs> barely anyone ever saw, but uh, whatever, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and to analyze this, but not that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so after everyone's turned off, what's your number two? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only going to get worse for you people. <laughs> um, sorry to moms everywhere. It's a Wonderful Life is a wonderful pile of garbage. <laughs> um, Christmas classic, you know. Um, not really, uh, I was doing a little research on this, but, you know, it hasn't really been a classic since the 80s where it would get the annual run. And the only reason for this was because a copyright was lapsing in 1974, and that meant cheaper airings on television. So really? Kept, yep. So they just put it on TV, and then it just kept on going. Uh, I just I don't get what is so great about this movie. It is dull to the 10th degree. Um, the main character is not a... Well, I, I don't know why... He should be so well loved. He's an idiot. He's irresponsible. He loses this money, <laughs> and then the townspeople just, you know, oh, here you go. Yeah, here's some money, and saves the day. Uh, he's still an idiot at the end of the movie. Uh, oh yeah, the wife and yeah, the kids still so. have to deal with that. And now he, he's an <laughs> idiot that talks to angels. <laughs> so not getting better. Uh, no, yeah, and, well, and it talks about angels that. No one else has any proof of. Uh, it's like he basically had yeah. a mental breakdown. Is what happened. Yeah, if if this had one shred of reality to it, uh, he would be arrested <laughs> and would have been charged. <laughs> but no, it's uh, and I think it sends the wrong kind of um, supposed Christmas message. If you want to go into that, that it's you know the message I kind of take away is that it's you know it's important to save yourself or to save a friend or something like that, but not important to give to others you don't know that could really use the charity. You know, it's kind of self-involved charity. Yeah, it's basically one guy having a bit of a midlife crisis and the guy says, no, you know what? You're good. You're okay. <laughs> That's, yeah. It is a bit narcissistic. <laughs> and once again, not a terrible film by any standard, but I don't see why... It is highly rated as it is. Uh, and I, if I, I go ahead, I say I still maintain that it is not a Christmas film. It just takes place around Christmas. That just happens to be when this guy <laughs> has a breakdown. Well, <laughs> I, but I so Die Hard not a Christmas movie. <laughs> I would argue it isn't. Again, it is okay, just set. It then it's a terrorist Christmas. film. <laughs> but. Yeah. But still, you know, people watch that movie at Christmas, which I think is just awesome. Yeah, or, and yeah exactly. I mean, but... I, I, and I believe I said before, I would argue Home Alone is technically not a Christmas film. It mm. is uh, it's a thriller that is yes. set at Christmas. So, yes, yes, a children's <laughs> thriller. Yes. But um, yeah, what are your feelings on It's a Wonderful Life? I mean, just okay. Uh, yeah. or <laughs> no, did, I, did I step on some toes there? No, you did not. Uh, I, I believe as I uh, we mentioned it in the Christmas special that we did uh, a few years ago, and yeah, it's it's nothing special, really, in my opinion. It yeah. it is this guy. This one guy is a bit down on his luck, and he he's like, 
oh, well, maybe life is not worth living. And the guy said, no, you, you know, look at this. You, yeah, which... you give so much joy to the world. You're fabulous. You continue <laughs> being who you are. And then he comes. And then he just comes back incredibly full of himself. And, uh... Yeah. Well, and let's just... Yeah, and it was a very nice euphemism of, you know, saying, oh, I, I want to kill myself or I wish I was... It'd be better if I never existed. It's just a really nice way of saying, I wish I wasn't married with kids. I wish I... <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd done something else, you know? Yeah. Um... If yeah, I didn't like, have these kids, I wouldn't have any money problems at this point in time. Exactly. I would be fine. It'd just be brandy and hookers all day long. <laughs> uh, you know, it was 1946. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, if I'm writing it, if I was writing it, blockbuster standards, minus four for me. All day, every day, a minus four. Yeah, I mean, it... Above yeah. average, but not great. Well, I would argue it's average, really. Because yeah. it, it's not exactly that different from most formulaic films of the time. Mm -hmm. it, I think it's just because it supposedly ends on a happy message. Everyone was kind of swept up in it. Yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah. One other thing I'd like to mention is uh, that it also was a loss for the studio. It was not a success for the studio. Um, RKO oh. Radio. They actually uh, posted over a half million dollar loss on it. So, oh dear! Yeah, for yeah. that time, that bad, that's really bad. <laughs> yeah. So, so just yeah, just because something's universally loved doesn't mean it was a great movie, and you know, yeah. vice versa. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Shawshank. You know, that's what I'm thinking yeah. there. But <laughs> yeah, what do you uh, have in the uh, second slot? All right. Well, I I've been looking at this list trying to figure what I should put in number two. And I think I'm going to go with Bambi. Bambi? <laughs> Bambi. <laughs> okay. I almost went with Snow White for this, but mm -hmm. to be honest, more things happen in Snow White than happen in Bambi. <laughs> and Bambi, Snow White was the first, so I can, yeah. Yeah, I'm willing to give it a pass. That's them testing the water with the first ever full-length animated feature released in this style, and then... Bambi comes out and it's I mean I understand that it's supposedly it's this coming of age as it were of the deer having to deal with all these things and all that but it, it nothing happens in this film it is just a deer and his animal friends for what an hour and 20 <laughs> minutes <laughs> I don't hour, hour and 10 minutes um, yeah like it, I don't even it, know what what did you want Bambi to be? What uh, <laughs> what I, new boundaries I, did you want it to be? To be perfectly honest, I'd be happy if Bambi never existed in the first place. I mean, <laughs> you, you've got like you've oh, got Dumbo, like it, just like his mother. <laughs> just... Well, right, yeah. I, I actually I saw a fantastic thing online which was like uh, it was six examples where one extra line utterly changes Disney film, and the last one was mm -hmm. Bambi, and it's from. It's the hunter and his son are there like, now I know you don't want to do this son, but if you don't bag a deer the orphanage goes hungry tonight. And the kid's like, yes dad. <laughs> like, <I was> like, <laughs> okay. It's alternate take on the scene that everyone else apparently was choked up by. And I yeah. wasn't. So, <laughs> I don't know. Well, to be fair, I don't know if I've seen this since I was about ten, but... <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I saw it at the age that most kids would see that, and 
Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure I watched it. I didn't have any issue with the mother dying. Spoiler. Mm. And <laughs> yeah. oh, I think, uh, yeah, 1942. I think statute of limitations passed <laughs> on that. But yeah, well, so, I, I should hope so. <laughs> yeah, but it's nothing that like you. So at that time, it was no. just kind of eh to you even then. As a yeah, kid. I, I think so. And I, yeah. um, like looking into other Disney films, the main character has something that either distinguishes them, or like a lot of things happen to them that then has them go on this thing. Like this isn't any of that. This this is just a random deer whose mum is shot, and he now grows up. That's it. That's the plot. <laughs> You don't need over an hour for that. You can do it in 30 minutes. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, it really should have been the, the length of, like, the uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, you know, just like a 27-minute or however that long, you know, was just a, a, an under-half-hour short. But, yeah. You know, tells that story fine. It's a- No reason you need to go over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I'd somewhat agree. Um I don't know. Do you, do you think that's something that parents still show their kids or that it's still in I, the mainstream culture? I think that in the next, let's say, 15 years, those old-style films are going to be things that the modern kid generation won't have seen unless their parents were big into, oh, you need to see some yeah. of these films I saw when I was a kid, so... Yeah, I think it's about 10 to 15 years from being removed from the lexicon. I think it's going to get replaced by, you know, people our age that are having kids that, you know, watched The Lion King or or even younger, they're going to get shown Toy Story, you know, the the more updated stories. Yeah, exactly. Which is both good and bad. There are some of the old ones that really need to stick around and might risk falling off just because of that. The generation gap, but uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I think yeah, I as will. Long as, as long as it, I wouldn't go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's right. I was just going to say I will not be at all sad when Bambi falls out of. <laughs> out of you will not mourn for Bambi or Bambi's mother. Okay. No. Yes. Or <laughs> Thumper or <laughs> any of those other stupid animals. So <laughs> well, the only bit of good I guess that came from it was, so uh, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. You know, that was yes. The, yeah, that was, I guess, the only uh, takeaway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Bye, Bambi. <laughs> well, are you ready for my number one, Paul? I'm not sure if I am, but let's go with it. <laughs> You're not sure? Um, and the sound you hear after say this will be the sound of everyone throwing their iPhones against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, and then tweeting that I owe them a new phone. Um, <laughs> no this and this, like I was telling Paul before we started recording, it's going to be a huge weight off my chest. I've been living this lie my entire life, telling people <laughs> I like this movie, telling people I love this movie. Yes, it's it's a classic. Of course, it's amazing. <laughs> ah, do you have any guesses, Paul? <laughs> to to be honest, no, I haven't a clue. I, no, I'm not a intrigued. Clue. What if I said 1939? 1939. The Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, that I mean, I to be honest, I find that incredibly boring. So I would probably <laughs> err more on your side. However, oh. I'm perfectly willing to admit that for the time, 
It was a tech. Ah, uh, oh, it's the Avatar of 1939. Technology-wise, you, you bastard! <laughs> because you have stolen my first counterpoint, my, my bullet point. Avatar comparison! Exclamation yeah. point was what I had written down. Um, yes, it, as far as technical achievements, it it changed the game. You know, if you want to use that, uh, yeah. it, it definitely brought filmmaking into a a new world and I can appreciate it for that and and oh, yeah. be grateful for that <laughs> but as far as the story and as far as the acting and the production I mean <laughs> five directors is never a good sign on a film <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> you know the the Coens are two, but they work together. <laughs> no one's are two, you know, and they work together. Even yeah, the Pharaohs. a single credit. Yes, a sing- yes. But Victor Fleming, you know, is uh, credited as the main director, I guess. But yeah. And then you have just a troubled production from the get-go. You had the whole Bolger and Haley arguments and who's going to play what part. And, I mean... I, I, I'm not trying to besmirch uh, Frank Baum's book. That is a classic. The book is a classic. And yeah. they tried to make, you know, that the travesty that was what? The Great and Powerful Oz. Was that the name of the movie? Uh, the the, the one with uh, Jane Franco? Which, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. tried to get that closer to, I think, the novelization um, kind of right. canon. Well, um, but yes, the the movie is an entirely different beast. Um, yeah, Dorothy's a child in the book, like a very young child. She's like right. a sixteen year old in the movie. Um, I thought <laughs> played by how there. old was Judy Garland at that point? Oh, she was. Yeah, it was like nine hundred two one zero casting. Like, let's have yeah. this thirty five year old play this fifteen uh, year old. Yeah. Although, to be fair to Judy Garland, like she was force-fed so many medicines and stuff to keep her looking that age. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, and then, so. uh, but for the film, yeah, she actually had to wear a corset-like device so she wouldn't appear busty. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so she would, yeah, seem more childlike. Yeah. But, yeah, for me, I thought every, pretty much every single character in the movie it annoys the shit out of me. Are you <laughs> saying voices... that you don't love the cowardly lion? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know who's worse, him or the scarecrow. Like I cannot stand the lion. Just listening. The, yeah, for, <laughs> just the blubbering and the, <laughs> oh, and the wicked witch. It, like every single character's voice is just like fingernails on a chalkboard. Um, yeah. I think the performances are average at best. I mean, while I'm already digging a grave, I just might as well keep on digging. But, <laughs> uh, is there dragged. is there anything about this film that you didn't mind? <laughs> anything that I didn't mind? Um, not without watching. Not without listening to <laughs> Pink Floyd while watching it. No, right. <laughs> That's the only thing I could think enhances this. That's the other thing. I I, I hate the music in it. Yes, even <laughs> somewhere over the rainbow. Uh, I think that, it just that drags on way too long. <laughs> yeah, it drags in so many parts. It's it just there are scenes that could be cut down so much more <laughs> than what they are. And it's, yeah. I mean, yeah, it has classic themes. You know, no place like home, uh, self sufficiency, friendship, and good versus evil. But there are so many other movies that I think have done those themes better. 
And yeah. I don't know. It's just I don't understand what the obsession is. Yeah. So, no. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, not a classic I, to me. I I was going to put this on the list, but I yeah, I didn't know if I would say I hated it as opposed mm-hmm. to just um, just didn't really get it. But uh, yeah, but. Basically, it, it's not a film that I would enjoy sitting down and watching ever again. <laughs> it's all, I think it's one of those ones mm-hmm. that should should be shown as the same way Avatar should be viewed, as just yes. an example of what the technology of the time could do. Yes, it should be shown in film schools, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah j- just a couple of the scenes, and then that's it. You're fine. You don't need the rest. <laughs> yeah, ugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah, and with the yearly showing, and yeah, I, I see it on TV. I, yeah, I, I'd rather watch poker on television. Yeah. Uh, well, how about <laughs> watch the Futurama? I think it's uh, Tales of 100th Interest. episode. No, it's the Anthology of Interest one, I believe it is. When Leela gets hit on the head and she has the Wizard of Oz parody, just watch that. Oh, okay. I was thinking of a different show that did. Yeah, I was <laughs> sadly thinking of the show Scrubs that did a Wizard of Oz parody for the oh, yes. episode. But uh, <laughs> yes, I do recall that anthology. Yeah, because that, that is only I think what seven minutes. So mm-hmm. that's all <laughs> the story needed to be. Stuff. Yes, <laughs> and it, then of course the the fantastic line from Mom as the Witch of Who would have thought a small amount of liquid would ever fall on me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best show ever! Uh, I think we can agree. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you got in the number one slot? Uh, I really had trouble looking at this list, trying to figure out what should be number one for me, mm-hmm. and. I think I'm going to go with what would probably be said to be a classic of the 90s. And that okay. is that is Titanic. Titanic. Every, everyone else, when I grew up watching this film, either loved it or didn't mind it. Whereas yeah. I think it's one of the stupidest films ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Stupidest, yes. Uh, yeah. If you're if you're going from the aspect of, of it should be like a historical or a historically accurate film, yes, it it, it it is a pile of garbage. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's just so slow. I have nothing against long films, but it's yeah. so slow paced, and like the character of Jack is not actually likable if you can as you think about him really he's well uh well yeah he abandons his friend and we mentioned that that he <laughs> you know who i'm talking about in the beginning yeah like, yeah they, they get on the boat together don't they they do yeah um, do we see him ever again no he's just chasing this already spoken for woman yeah well i, I believe you see him again round about the time they're locking people downstairs Oh, was he the sinking. fellow that hit the propeller? <laughs> no, I, I think <laughs> I think you see him from the other side of one of the gates, and he's like, Jack, oh, hey, it's you. Yes, uh, you go do this. Okay, and then that's about it. <laughs> His last words were, bros before hose, Jack, I hate you. <laughs> and then he drowns, yeah. yeah but, it, yeah, I, I just, I, I saw this movie, you know, there's a few... Uh, 
years age difference in us, and uh, I saw this when I was 12, and yeah. highly hormonal and emotional, and I <laughs> liked it when I saw it. I really right. enjoyed it. I uh, saw it with my cousin and a couple of her friends, and I did enjoy it. That was the last time I enjoyed it, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I will chalk that up to just being 12 and not having a large enough body of experience you know, right. um, to judge things accurately. But I-, I love the Titanic as a subject matter. You know, oh, I yeah. love watching documentaries on it. I love the story itself, hearing the stories of the people that were on the ship. Um, and I just, the, the, <laughs> the angle of the love story, I, I just think it could have been so much better as an all-inclusive drama of the Titanic. It's a horrible tragedy. That's enough to tell a story. You don't need a love yeah. triangle in there. And yeah, any documentary on what actually happened to the Titanic, and there were two other ships in the area when the SOS got sent out. One of them had just turned off their radio, and the other one was just too far away that they spent too much time deliberating on if they could go and help. That when they got there, most of the people that ended up dying from the thing had died at that point. So it was like, <laughs> so many of these things came together that it was like, okay, how could this happen? Oh, there's about ten things that went wrong in this case. Yes, like <laughs> everything that, yeah. yeah. As a, and did you see as, the Mythbusters episode with uh, James Cameron where they did all Titanic <laughs> myths? Did you happen to I catch that one? I believe I did, yes. Yeah, and where they... Uh, kind of came to the determination that Jack could have survived on the door if that, you know... Yeah. <laughs> ungrateful yeah, lady had scooted over. I was going to call her something worse, but then I edited yeah. myself. I, <laughs> I, I also would point out that there's no way that that is the only piece of wreckage that has survived in that area that he could have been on. Like, there must have been something else. Yes, there wasn't an explosion. <laughs> it's not like just yeah. uh, splinters. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, as like you were saying before, um, you know, Die Hard and It's a Wonderful Life, not Christmas movies. I, this is not. This is a it's romance. Got nothing to do with Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a romance movie. It's not a a ship disaster movie. Um, no. You know, <laughs> not like Poseidon Adventure or anything like that. Um, yeah, but, and yeah, like this a, is... again with like Pearl Harbor, just taking this. You call something Pearl Harbor, and then you do that <laughs> to the <Yeah. laughs> the memory of the people who died that day. You know, it just yeah, uh, yeah. Just because Titanic is the backdrop, don't yeah, don't throw Titanic on there. And yeah, it's just that's why it's one of the most successful films of all time. Because oh, yeah. Titanic, everyone loves <laughs> talking about the Titanic. You know, yeah, and and it, it's another. Uh, obviously James Cameron it's another Avatar thing where like the things he was doing with that film were some of the first things that were done so yeah. again I have no trouble with it being viewed that way but the actual oh, yeah. story and all that like just no Sa- same yeah. as Avatar the story nothing special at all it's, so but I, I would agree well, yes, I <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, unfortunately it, uh, we'll need to kind of wrap this up a little quick time is running away yes. but uh, the yes, other things is. I had on my list just to go off um, I mentioned to you before Crash from 2004 I mm-hmm. have no idea why so many people like that one 
yeah, the, uh, one of the then, worst, best picture winners of all time, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, I've actually got three others here, so I'll just rattle them off really quickly. Yes. Gladiator. <sighs> Cannot stand Gladiator myself. You cut me. To... You cut me, sir. <laughs> you cut me with that one. Oh, oh, let's wait. Let's see if the other two are on it. Uh, Forrest Gump. Oh my I... God, you are a hipster. <laughs> <laughs> well, Forrest Gump, I think, is about 40 minutes too long. If they cut it down, then it would work quite well, but it, it's so long and the 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 plot just dribbles along so slowly see, that I, I still love the movie every time out, but I do hate the character of Jenny more and more with every rewatching <laughs> about what a selfish spoiled bitch oh, yeah. she is. <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but other than that, I, yeah, I love that movie and Gladiator, all I gotta right. say is Paul is what we do in life echoes in eternity, and yeah, um, you're gonna yeah, that's it's your and, choice, I guess, not to like that film. No, that's, that's fine. <laughs> uh, and uh, my my last one here is, and this is the remake, not the original, Scarface. Okay. Scarface, okay. Yeah, I do not like the Al Pacino version. However, yeah, I it, really it. like the black and white one. <laughs> that one's actually really good. I had See, to watch it for one of my film modules at university, and I loved it. Yeah, I've never seen the original, but I do enjoy the uh, Al Pacino one, but right. for the sheer ridiculousness of it. Like, I watch <laughs> it somewhat ironically, you know, and yeah. enjoy it that way for just the yeah, absurd nature of it. You're um, the hipster but, in this case, then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, oh, this would never so. happen. Yes, no, no. But yes, I mean, come on, like a comically high pile of cocaine on your desk. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just in the voice, and yeah, and that's when, that was the last time we saw Al Pacino actually, like, uh, where he kind of transitioned into just this guy that yells in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of became Scarface for, for the rest of his roles. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I would I'm... agree. I don't know people lump that in with, like, Godfather, and I know that was also on your list, but, you know, like <laughs> other classics, and I'm like, no, it's just kind of a very 80s uh, crime, you know, uh, American dream movie. Yeah. And very, and very one, one thing that we got on Twitter was the True Bromance podcast. Yes. They sent us a thing saying that hate is a strong word, but Citizen Kane is not a film I would ever watch again. Yes, I, I uh, saw that, and I would agree. Yeah, um, yeah. I also agree with not hating, but overrated for what it is. Um, when it's regarded as the greatest film of all time, or I, I just don't understand that at all. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll fall in that camp that I don't think it's the greatest film of all time. I still enjoy it, but uh, yeah, it's not the greatest film. Oh, all right, well, I, I, I think that's probably going to wrap it up for us. Yes, I think this is going to be the longest one we've done. Yes, so. <laughs> but it will do. Yeah. Yes, it will uh, do. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear, though, what uh, films that you might think are overrated or um, or possibly hate, if that word fits in the, in, in the case, that you know other people seem to think are, are the greatest films ever. So Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, hit us up on so. Twitter or at Blockbusters and let us know. Yeah. Or on Facebook if that is your thing. Or just search for Blockbusters, you'll find us. Or email us blokebusterpodcast at gmail dot com. We're 
Yes, we love feedback of all sorts. Yes, future <laughs> ideas for film for thought are encouraged as well. Yes, I'm sure yes. we will. Our brains will not be able to think of something some week. So that would be a nice well to pull from. Yes, any yeah. any help in that case would be much appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I think that's going to wrap it up though for us uh, this week. Uh, yes, I've been Brian, and I've been Paul. Goodbye, folks. <laughs>